Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Death of an Angel. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. Welcome to La La Land. This week, the mayor of the real La La Land reminded the world that this miniature railway is actually one of his city's most historic landmarks. Rebecca, you don't know what this episode is going to be, which is (laughs) not typical for us. We usually know ahead of time. Yeah, that's right. All you know right now is the intro. That's all. That we did. But I know it. You think you know it. Yeah, I mean, I know it. I know what you're... I know. I mean, listen, you teased this last time we met up to record and so and then the intro is like yeah if i'm wrong please let mm, me know while i was playing games with your mind i'll tell you cool. how i got here <laughs> and i mentioned this psychological is your, warfare i mentioned this is in your my hot apartment i mentioned this is your territory mm-hmm. this is this is something normally i would lean on you for the information mm-hmm. which you should never do i was uh Downtown, my sister was here from New York, mm-hmm. and we were walking around downtown, oh. and I was talking about how much I love Los Angeles, and she should just spend more time here, mm-hmm. and I thought we were going to walk past Angel's Flight. Oh, that was a fake out. I that got a, you. That was a real fake out, because you did mention the Hollywood sign, Suicide, Previously, earlier, yeah. And so I thought that was it. But Angel's Flight makes sense... Because death of an angel, angel's flight, putting the pieces together in my storage unit with string. It's downtown Los Angeles, angel's flight. DTLA, baby. And originally I was going to do this as a Friday fail. Actually, you know a lot about this. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm hoping you do. Yeah. Uh, There was one aspect of this Mm -hmm. uh, that I was going to use for Friday fail, Mm -hmm. and it's um, the death part. Um, yeah, but yeah. people have died and people have injured. died. Yeah. yeah, but I was like, you know what? I feel like I don't know a lot about this, so I wanted to learn as much as I could. Mm-hmm. We took a promo pick there. We did take a promo pick there. It's a pretty good promo pick. Maybe we'll put it say. up. We never never really used it. I mean, I think we should put it up. We'll put it up so you get uh, you can get a sense of it's who we are. Eighty five percent us, fifteen percent angels flight. That's right. But Hot I'm going to talk a little bit about it. Uh, I'm just kind of kind of kind of go through it a little bit. You can add Mm -hmm. what you want to add. And then I'm going to get to some facts. And uh, I'm also going to, I guess, foreshadow or kind of front load this with, I do have a little bit of an agenda with this one. 
Are you, so, yeah, are you gonna co- buy Angel's Flight? Are no. you you're, you have an agenda with it? I have an agenda with it. So I'm putting out a lot of things. At, I'm really messing with you, playing with your emotions. You're really? Right? Yeah. I'm panicking. I like here. it. I like doing that. Once <laughs> in a while I gotta do that. Yeah. Once in a while I gotta do that. So uh Angel's Flight was established in nineteen oh one. It has gone through a lot of Oh you bet. It's gone through a lot, mm-hmm. but it's still standing and that's what we love about anything. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. part of the reason why we do a podcast like this. Mm-hmm. Things that survive. Things that don't survive, but mm-hmm. things that survive despite they shouldn't. Yeah, I mean it's there's like there's really no reason for there's it. There's no reason for it, but it does. And just like the great city of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. it perseveres. It sh- it sure does. Uh, the Angels Flight Railway has carried millions of people mm-hmm. up and down the steep incline of Bunker Hill. I mean, it is just uh like you look at it now and you're like, what is the purpose of this? Yeah, this it, it is just a tourist attraction now. Yeah, just it, it takes you to the top of, and actually, like it is a really good amalgamation of how people commuted from the financial district of the time to Bunker Hill. Um, but but now it's like, oh great, one Starbucks to the Starbucks below. Here we go. But it's really not a a train or cable car. Mm-mm. It is a, and hopefully I'm saying this right, funicular. Yeah. Does that sound right? That's right. It's it's a a, a funicular. mm -hmm. It's a short cable railway built. It's on an incline, usually mountainside or cliff. Mm -hmm. Um, The two, do you know what the two cars of Angel Flight are called? Um, God, I forget. What are they called? Jerry Seinfeld. (laughs) And yeah. Greg Kinnear. <laughs> but I don't know why I picked it's those so two. It's so crazy. Like, nope. It was created so early. No. How do it, they know that? It's, uh, it's like something short. It's like uh, like Laurel and like the short. It's Sinai and Olivet or Olive. Olive. Ol- okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and it is the, uh, it has carried more people mm-hmm. per mile than any other railway. So it's the shortest in length, mm-hmm. but it's also the most traveled. Yeah. It's like people would take this just back and forth and back and forth. They would live, they would, again, work in the finance district. They would go back to their beautiful Victorian homes in Bunker Hill and just, they'd go back for lunch, they'd go back, whatever. Like, it was such a commonly traversed area before the advent of the car. So it, uh, you know, had its function and then time happens. Mm -hmm. Time does happen. Time, and then 1969, totally different time than Mm -hmm. 1901. That's right. It was... uh, You heard it here first. (laughs) Yeah. It it was, uh, it was forced to close. It was. Just wasn't cost effective. Mm -hmm. Who needs it? And the part that I found really fascinating, and I could not find any pictures of it, maybe I didn't look Mm -hmm. hard enough, is that it was essentially like just put away in storage. Yeah. Packed up. Yeah, it's true. It was put away um, in, in a bunch of different... And the storage moved around a lot, yeah. too, at that point. But also, in 1969, Bunker Hill is a really big part of this history, too. Bunker Hill was pretty... It was still... And Bunker Hill, I just want to say, is is a street. It's like houses that are on a hill that people downtown would live in. It was kind of the first suburb of downtown. And you can get further, and actually Echo Park, where we're recording this right now, was another suburb. Yeah, we're relatively close to where yeah. we're speaking of. These houses were still there at this point. So they're still you know, like kind of theoretically was a need, but nobody lived in them. They were pretty dilapidated. They got even worse when we get to the 80s and 90s. And it, that, this is its second location. There's an original, mm-hmm. uh, was a half a block away on 3rd and Hill. Yeah. And then it was... I'm not sure why they moved it, though. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it was still for the same... I mean, it was pretty... Cl- it was still the same uh, topography that it had to, yeah. whatever. It was just like kind of moved yeah, over. Yeah, this wherever. is just like an incline that goes that is this 
like entry point to downtown LA. Yeah. And if you're like, I don't know if I've ever seen it, mm-hmm. you may have, and I will tell you why. Hmm. Coming up, so yeah. you you will uh, get it. So it was, yeah, it was just in a warehouse until from 1969 mm-hmm. to 1996. Yeah, it's a it's long. Crazy. And during this time, Bunker Hill was totally wiped out. All the houses were taken out due to a new gentrification initiative because a lot of people were squatting there. Um, they at Bunker Hill, like a lot of places in downtown, went from being these wonderfully beautiful old homes, Victorian homes mostly, but there was also uh, new colonial, craftsman, Eastlake Village-style houses. But then people couldn't afford to live there. The advent of the vehicle took people you know, to different places. If you lived in Pasadena, you could go to Santa Monica. I mean, you were going like 40 miles an hour at that point, but people started moving west. So the epicenter of L.A. was not downtown anymore. Um, so people didn't need to live so close anymore. They had cars. They moved elsewhere. They didn't have to be in such a like a tight spot, as urban as they wanted it to. So the houses became, at first, like people would rent out multi-units or they'd separate them. And then it became short-term housing. Then it just became like squatter city. Yeah. It's this, you know, I mean, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 1969 was... Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. You know? And it got even worse. But then in 1991, ni- they wiped all the houses out. So yeah. there was no more Bunker Hill. It was just like th- the shadow of what once was, which right. is a shame. And actually, a lot of those houses were taken down and then in, they're in Heritage Square Museum, which we are friends with. They're yeah. lovely people. Um, so you can kind of see where those those houses might have been like. Um, but there's a lot of houses like that around here. Yeah. This is... Uh, mm-hmm. This is like, I know, yeah, I keep forgetting we're like in the area yeah. relatively of what we're generally talking about a lot of exactly. times because this is the most historic area of, of Los Angeles. Yeah, this is one of the older suburbs of Los Angeles. But a lot of the houses here also moved here too from where they were drilling oil too. It was just like an, a nicer place to live. Uh, and it, it still is essentially a suburb of downtown Echo Park. So very interesting. And Angel's Flight was designated a historical cultural monument. Uh, it was actually number four mm-hmm. in 1962 and added to the National Register of Historic Places in October 2000. Yeah. That's a big old leap. It's open. Back it's still to, 50 cents at that point. Yeah. It's still um, pretty cheap. And I think also, I don't know if you're going to say this, It's there's one car there now and it's a mixture of Olivet and Sinai yeah. or whatever. Um, and also new parts too. The year I want to talk about is 2001. A space odyssey. Uh, 2001, it, the year we made not contact. for Leon Praport. That's right. It was not a space <laughs> odyssey. Uh, in oh boy, February 1st, 2001, mm-hmm. and Y2K. It's yeah. Go back to our Y2K. You're like, everything's fine. Go to yeah, 2001. It's fine. It's, um, it's kind of an energy bar. Leon Praport, I'm saying that mm-hmm. right, uh, 83 years old, survivor of the Holocaust. Yeah. <laughs> this is really sad. That's always like when you say that, it doesn't matter you're like, when it is. I had cancer, then I got murdered. And you're yeah. like, what? Yeah. It's like, even if he was like, he lived to 193, mm-hmm. but dies like, but he was in, he was in the Holocaust. Yeah. And you're like, oh, exactly. You survived the Holocaust. Yeah. To well, I'll get to. Yeah. I mean, this is like these a very. It's sad, no matter it's who. It's very sad. What. I also want to say too that a lot of people have gotten injured on this throughout the years. Oh yeah, and that's part of the reason they shut it down earlier, um, or like before around nineteen sixty nine. It was just very. It's very rickety. You don't go very far, but you're on this very steep incline. 
The parts are not maintained very well. I just want to say people have been injured on this before this specific incident. Are you their lawyer? (laughs) (laughs) No comment. (laughs) There is a, on YouTube, there's a video Mm -hmm. of it from 1969 that is actually from some kind of like indie movie that Mm -hmm. kind of goes back and forth from Angel's Flight. So if you want to see Angel's Flight, you Mm -hmm. can find it on Mm -hmm. YouTube. It's not specifically filmed for like, uh, you know, posterity? Maybe you can word? see it in um, the the movie L.A. Plays itself. There's a lot of a ton of different okay. monuments. You can see that it's just some good footage of it way back when. There, it looks great. Honestly, it looks it's very cool. It's very. It cool. looks like it once was. It did a great job. Anyway, let's talk about something less fun. Uh, yeah, or more see. fun, depending on who you are. One of the funiculars, two cable cars hurled down the steep track mm-hmm. and collided with its twin. So I guess they were going yeah at each other yeah and they collided. Um, the terrifying lunchtime accidents and passengers tumbling wildly inside yeah. the hundred-year-old wooden car and propelled one man out the back door. Yeah. Uh, crowds of pedestrians, top and bottom, watched, horrified. Because it's yeah. it's a tourist. It's it not would be like funny if someone didn't die. Like it'd be like you'd be like people are tumbling out. Like I want to emphasize that it's such a short ride yeah. and the hill. It's like on a hill. So people are like blah. Yeah. But there's a lot of gears and metal That's true. and That's part pulleys. Of the yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, like going down a conveyor belt in a factory. Yeah, um, the rickety yeah. conveyor belt going um, to nowhere. So yeah, so people are just watching mm-hmm. this happen because it's you know, it's it's like I said, it's not like a they were people weren't just using it functionally. It was mm-hmm. for oh, it's a tourist I mean? attraction now. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he died. February 1st, after suffering severe head and chest injuries, mm-hmm. when him and his wife, uh, yeah, they uh, plummeted downhill. Lola Praport, uh, an avid painter, mm-hmm. suffered a skull fracture and chest injuries and reportedly was guarded but stable condition at a local hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, they were is a New Jersey resident who formerly lived in Israel. New God. Jersey, my home state. Yeah. Hit Israel, hard. not my home state. Not my home state. Uh, he was born in Poland. To I mean, an extended Jesus. family, that's what relatives told me. The guy the next to him was a proud boy, survived, lived to tell the tale. During World War II, family members were deported to concentration camps, including Auschwitz, <laughs> with Praport emerging as the sole survivor. Jesus. Relatives and neighbors described Praport and Lola, who's 80, as a couple with a zest for life. I mean, they drove their own car, traveled frequently to places such as Prague, the Rockies, Israel, Hawaii, oh active volunteers, Rebecca, mm-hmm. in their community. Of course. And particularly close to their children and grandchildren. And you're here <laughs> you for the defense. Yeah, I'm their lawyer. <laughs> and you're big pharma. Oh. That's so sad. They were just celebrating their 54th <laughs> wedding anniversary. Oh God. They just wanted to come no. to LA. They just want to come to Hollywood. That's all that they wanted. And you took it away from them. (laughs) Angels flight. Uh, So the National Transportation Safety Board conducted an investigation to the accident and determined that the probable cause were improper designs, um, Mm -hmm. failure of various regulatory to ensure that... I mean, things were Mm -hmm. kind of like... Yeah, they kept up on it, but it it wasn't like... um, they were updating it to be modern. It wasn't like yeah. a like a modern car with it. Like there's new metals and there's new parts. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, we just have to keep this up. It's only going up and down. It's fine, yeah, no pressure. But you know, 
things happen. Um, yeah, they uh, there's a drive motor service brake by gear train. The failure of this gear mm-hmm. train that was the immediate cause. Um, there was emergency brakes that act on the rim of each mm-hmm. haulage drum, but due to inadequate maintenance, mm-hmm. the emergency brakes. They're like, well, I mean, we got emergency brakes. We're, we're gonna fine. test them. Yeah, we're doing we're, I also like something. Maybe I think like I mean, 2001 was relatively recent, but I mm-hmm. sometimes think that cutbacks and funding and, and this it's like oh do we really mm-hmm. how much do we need and they, if this has gone through so many owners yeah. like I mean there's a timeline of the amount of owners like seven different yeah. owners over exactly and that's the thing I want to like I think there's been a lot of different efforts to save Angel's Flight by a lot of different people and it's hard to know how the information of what needs to be maintained gets passed along through yeah. those things I also believe it shut down after um, in the 60s when a boy stuck like a like a twig out yeah. the win- window and that like derailed the thing and it's like we gotta shut this down there was another de- there was an mm-hmm. injury where somebody a woman j- had to jump from it because it yeah. was you know but she was just injured but a in Jumped 19 19- it past the Hollywood sign yeah. I was right <laughs> uh, a I believe a sailor in 1943 <laughs> yeah okay ran I mean this was his negligence I mean he was negligent. I think he yeah. just ran up it and got run over yeah yeah that's right God, it's all coming back to me I often will point this out when I do a, a bar crawl around downtown because it's so close to all these things. And it, again, it's just, it is just hanging out on a hill. It's still there. None of the houses, none of it's, it's by grand central market. It's by a bunch of stuff, but it doesn't look like it's like unlike anything downtown anymore. It looks like it's a little part of like an old school amusement park. Yeah, absolutely. Like it should be on Coney Island. Yeah. Kind of. You think it's uh, it's pretty, pretty, he- pretty heavy and maybe we could take a little break. Yeah, let's do it. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. We rarely get out, if you know us. Uh, we will either go to something historical somewhere close to our homes or we'll go to hang out with friends close to our homes. This was neither of those things. This, we went to see the host of Swindled and other Swindled fans. Swindled is actually a, a Jason turned me on to this podcast. I, it's currently my favorite podcast. You I'm only, I'm mouth. mad you that sh- I'm out of episodes, mm-hmm. but they have a Patreon. I'm Mike, yeah. they have bonus episodes. We have a Patreon. We have a Patreon that needs it's, more yeah, love. But... And that's, we got bonus, there's like mm-hmm. got to be 20 something bonus episodes and that's mm-hmm. patreon.com slash ghost town pod. But uh, we, I've never really been to like a podcast. Yes, this is our first. Centric meetup. Yeah. And, and everyone was super cool. Everyone was very cool. Everyone was like a little like too cool. You know, like I feel like they 
all quit. They were like cool because they smoked cigarettes at one point, but they quit because they knew it was bad. They're like sensible, cool people, very kind, very uh, fun to chat with. We got to talk um, to the host, the guy who makes the music there, uh, figure out kind of what the community's like. I think it's interesting because we do this in my living room. We don't really know. Occasionally we do it like on the street. Like we do it like on location, but That's mostly right. we do it. Mostly we do it in this hot, hot living room with my cat ominously watching us. So it's fun to like get out and it's really fun when you guys interact with us too. Cause we, again, we have no sense of who listens or who cares. Nobody and nobody. But it's interesting right. to see like mm-hmm. photo or see people in real, you know, photos or people in real life that yeah. we, I was like, Hey, we all look like we listen to podcasts. I mean, everyone yeah. looks like listen to podcasts, yeah, but like it's a trove of podcast lovers. We can tell right away. It's like this bar was trendy West Hollywood people out on a Saturday night. And then like a bunch of people in like white band t-shirt or like, <laughs> yeah, like, sorry, black band t-shirts who had like, fun colors in their hair and who were pretty introverted. Yeah, but they were all pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, he, the, the host of Swindled was great. Again, yeah. great podcast. He was, mm-hmm. you know, I, of course, asked a bunch of questions. I was like, how do we... Um, yeah, I just like, got right into I it. I got right I was into like, it. Well, we've, we were emailing previously. Yeah, yeah, you guys are dating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I don't know what do you want to call it. Uh, we don't label it. But yeah. that was an interesting... I think when you, you see things like that, it, it in some way kind of informs, you mm-hmm. know, because I was talking to other people like, oh, how do you listen to podcasts? Or yeah. what are some of your favorites? Or like what... Uh, patrons, do you patron? Uh, people yeah. love crime junkies. Is that the one I said? Crime junkie, yeah. Crime junkies. Yeah, we gave out some pins we too. Gave, yeah, we had a couple probably... extra pins from the uh, patron, which everyone hopefully should have their. Yeah, I hope you guys do have your pins by now Let from us the patron, please. At some point, but we had a couple extra ones, and we talked to some people, and then we just gave out. Yeah, we a rewarded couple of them pins. for socializing with us yeah. with a pin that they don't care about. Yeah, so it's kind of win-win. Yeah, and know? then we had some wings. Then we had a bunch of wings that were very. Why messy. did we get wings? I don't know. When, we had the worst. They were like, "Here's how about some fries? How about um some nachos, sliders, and some dips? Nope. No. How about we get like juicy wings? <laughs> we sit in the corner and eat some juicy ass wings. Don't talk to anybody, and we're gonna wash it down with some pub cheese <laughs> and a pretzel roll. First of all, this is kind of on this bar. What what was the bar's name? I had to forget. Fucking, Six and something. Like, yeah, just like whatever West Hollywood pub and grill kind of a thing but they get we ordered a pretzel and it was like a giant roll it was like a pretzel roll that you ripped apart with your bare fucking juicy wing hands (laughs) (laughs) you dipped it in the hardening pub cheese and then you get back to your wings you're just a mess yes it was a zol and then i made out with everybody (laughs) yeah yeah then we're like oh let's go shake some hands and get (laughs) in people's faces put our breath our like disgusting watermelon sriracha breath in people's lives you want want to know where my agenda is (laughs) where because right now because angel's flight has opened and closed opened and closed it's open for a couple of years and it's closed for a while they're always down for maintenance too they're like now it was closed Mm -hmm. but one film broke all the rules. Oh, baby. Broke every single rule and got them. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> got Beverly them. Beverly Hills Chihuahua too. There's there not a. <laughs> one movie. One of my favorite movies. It's uh-huh. going to make some people groan and hate me. And some people will be like, oh, I like that movie too. Oh, yeah. It's a movie I've pushed on you many, many times. You haven't seen this love letter to uh, LA. La La it is La La Land. So if you've seen La La Land, they mm-hmm. take a little, you know, see a little, they come up the thing and they go through the door and then the, you know, the uh, train conductor's like, hey, what are you doing here? And they kick and dance and it's all great. And 
the rumor is that it actually had no electricity, but the chemistry and charisma <laughs> of Ryan Gosling <laughs> yeah. oh and Emma Stone. This is also one of the hammiest episodes for whatever reason. You're like you're like living in it right now. I am living it. So, <laughs> but really, what happened is they everyone they kind of passed the buck. They were just like, I don't know how. Well, we know how they did it. Mm-hmm. Money, favor. Yeah, whatever it is, but crew. but a lot of people are like blaming it on other people, saying because it's if it's closed, it's closed. Because mm-hmm. once you do that, then it's like, well, can we use it? Yeah, can we? Because it's been used in other things before. Yeah, but when it's closed, it's like it cannot be used for filming. Like mm-hmm. that is the rule. Yeah, but if you believe in love, <laughs> God, for once in your life. Will you watch La La Land? I guess is where I, I'm- I'll watch it. Listen, I used to work for this tour company not so long ago, and they had they mostly did like pretty like basic LA tours, but they had haunted stuff, and that's why they hired me to do tours. But they had this La La Land tour, and it was by far the most lucrative tour. People were like frothing at the fucking mouth to go on this La, and people got the best tips if you led the La. But you had to watch La La Land. <laughs> And you had to know where those places... I mean, they tell you where they were, but you needed a sense of the movie. And I still didn't watch La La Land. Do you want another little tip? Yeah, hit me. We went to one of the locations of La La Land. You haven't seen La La Land? Mm -hmm. But we performed our live show at the Hayworth Theater. That's in La La Land? It sure is. Damn. are, Are we living in La La Land right now? You didn't realize how deep you were in it. Jesus. Am I jazz... Singer? Is he a jazz singer? You invented jazz. <laughs> you pretty much invented jazz. Yeah, so they kind of pass the buck back and forth of like uh-huh. who you know can use this, who can't use it. Um, and it's been opened and closed in 2017. They're like, let's do this. Yeah. And then it closed again for a couple of days, but it's been open ever since. Yeah, I think. I feel like it might have been closed in there, but who knows? I guess if it's functional and you are willing to take the risk and you have two quarters in your pocket... I would ride it. We should. I mean, I feel like we should. We've taken a picture near we, it. We for, took a picture by it. We stopped there. Have you written like, it? Yeah, yeah. All okay. the, I mean, it's I, like fun. It's yeah, fun I've, never, I've never written it. I definitely want to mm-hmm. do it. Mainly because I want to be where Ryan Gosling and oh. M, Emma Stone have been. Are they in La La Land? They're always in <laughs> La La Land in my mind. Wow, that's so interesting. In fact, when we went to that swindle uh, thing, and we were on, you know, we were waiting to talk to the dude because a lot of people talked to her. Yeah. I was like, I thought I was online to meet Ryan Gosling. This is disappointing. Yeah, he said that. And that guy was not amused. He was, no, he was no, like, no, 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 no. I'm not Ryan Gosling. Yeah, and yeah. We're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's close. Second, I was like, Close, that guy's a close second. One of my favorite podcasts, You're easy I would to say. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, LAist, Atlas Obscura, mm-hmm. uh, JTA.com, which gave all. For it, Atlas Obscura. Yeah, they're great. Uh, JTA.com gave a lot of information on, mm-hmm. uh, on, 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 on Leon. That was, me. that was me hitting the LaCroix. Yeah, that? that hit LaCroix. Um, and you could check it out at angelsflight.org. Yeah, yeah, that's you good. can check it out. It's a dot org. Yeah, like, you can give money. You probably, I think the L.A. Um, conserve conservation preservation, uh, the place that whatever does the downtown tours goes by it. You actually, if you walk there, you can hit the Disney Concert Hall. You can do which is amazing. It's like it's really cool, yeah. and you can hit a lot of like really historic areas. You can go to the Biltmore. It's in the epicenter by Pershing Square. If you and it's right by. Um, yeah, lots of different things. And yeah, when you see it, you'll you'll know it. And there are actually a lot of funiculars. Uh, there are still some that exist in the world. Some are very steep. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, 
uh, this is really steep. Is I don't know. San Francisco, is that? Yeah, there's one in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. But there's, there's one, I think, maybe in Charleston. And there's just mm-hmm. ones around the world. And they still ex- you know, exist in some way or another. I don't know how They're functional. They're like, this hill is too steep. Let's put a train there. I mean, some of them look really terrible. I mean, I looked up. It looks pretty terrifying. But, yeah. you know, I, if anyone can find any photos of the area of Angel's Flight where mm-hmm. there's no, it's vacant. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no car um, and they, they uh, I think they took away some of the um, stands and stuff like that. Yeah. They packed it all up. I cannot find any photos of that. Mm. If anyone can, uh, you could send them go, uh, our Instagram, which is Ghost Town Pod. That's right. And also, if you want Downtown Rex or the My True Crime Bar Crawl, where we go, which is right down there, just email us, ghosttownpod at gmail. Hit us up on Instagram. I'm, I would be happy. I would be delighted to share the little bar crawl that I created and to tell you the places you should hit up if you go to Angel's Flight. Am I right? Ryan. <laughs> Emma Stone. One night. Come on. All right. Hey, this is Chris, the host of Killer Jobs, the podcast that discovers the day jobs of the world's most famous serial killers. Explore how these psychopaths functioned in the real world, how murder interfered with their work, and what coworkers had to say. Killer Jobs investigates a new serial killer every Tuesday and is available on all podcast players. Everybody has a story, and not all of those stories are clear black and white issues, even when we think they are. We wonder how did this happen, or what is that like, or what happens next. Are you sure you really want to know? This is Ignorance Was Bliss at IWB Podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.